Hello. Hello. Happy uh, Sunday. Yes, we both have tomorrow off too. Yeah. In the United States, it is known as President's Day tomorrow, Monday. Well, I'm still working. So I am have I. To plan. Yeah. I mean, I still teach on Tuesday. I still have to get that organized. So it was either yeah. work on Sunday or work on Monday for part of the day. I'm choosing yeah, Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah. It basically frees <laughs> well, up your Sunday. Yeah. We did some fun stuff. We went out to lunch. We made a breakfast. We hung around, mm-hmm. read, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. We played Wizards Unite a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have a trip coming up. That'll I, be fun. I do. I'm going to Texas. Woo. Do, do, do. Texas, who I learned from Ronnie Chang, <laughs> uh, his stand-up that... Uh, the state motto. The state motto is friendship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Excellent stand-up. <laughs> yeah, I was a little sad we didn't have SNL to watch this morning, but oh yeah, yeah, I think they had Is the week over? off. No, they okay. had the week off. Okay. So. Oh, Winston! Before we sat down to do this, is super mischievous, running back and forth. So he's probably going to be a handful. Yeah, he needs to run around. But he was last week too, and he didn't uh, seem to show up on the sound. So. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? Anything? Hmm. If you're listening to this before February 17th, which I guess is tomorrow, you can get some Wizard PhD merch. Teespring has their own sale, actually, 10% off. Does it go through tomorrow? Yeah, through tomorrow. Or midnight like Pacific UTC. time oh, Pacific. On, on the 18th? The 17th. Oh, so. I think it's. Tonight. Mm. If you're listening to it before <laughs> the promo code ends, love, try the promo code and it may sick. or may not work. Yeah. But <laughs> or you we'll, can just check it out. Yeah, maybe there'll be other promotions sometime in the future. Yeah. Different merch rollouts or different ideas. Yeah, we're looking yep. into things. Do you want to get into it though? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Juan's oh, ready. ready. Let's turn to page 65, The Whomping Willow. Today's lesson is called. Crash decisions. <laughs> I realized I hadn't really been funny with any of my titles. Yeah. I've been pretty serious. Be and funnier. That, that's a disappointing <laughs> thing for me because I like being funny with that stuff. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going for it. Okay. A synopsis. The chapter begins with Harry surprised that he wants summer break to go longer due to his love for life at the burrow. Summer does end eventually, and the group heads to platform nine and three quarters to take the Hogwarts Express. When Harry and Ron try to go through the barrier, however, they meet only solid concrete. In a panic, they decide to use the flying Ford Anglia to track down the Hogwarts Express. Surprisingly, they are successful, although the invisibility charm malfunctions, and they begin an extensive journey flying above the train. The car begins to give out just as they see the castle, finally stalling out and crashing into a tree, the Whomping Willow. Mm. They survive the tree's assaults, and the car ejects them and their stuff and drives off. Ron discovers his wand was nearly snapped in the chaos. (laughs) In the castle, Professor Snape, then McGonagall and Dumbledore, punish Harry and Ron and try to communicate the gravity of their being seen by muggles in the flying car. They are given detention, forced to miss the feast and eat alone. Eventually, they make it to the Gryffindor common room, where Hermione and Percy are perturbed by their adventure, but the rest greet them like heroes. <laughs> Percy, it. Hermione. Those yeah. ministers in training. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, so crash decision or decision? crash decisions like decisions. rash decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you got it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so it always stuck out to me. Sorry. No. It ahead. always stuck out to me that um, uh, it's the moment where I think McGonagall is the one who's like, "Well, I'm pretty sure you have an owl. Why didn't you just send an owl? Like, why did you make such a rash decision?" Basically, mm-hmm. and crash. Rhymes with rash. So in the title, am I going to put rash in parentheses? Just crash. Or the C crash decisions. <laughs> I don't know. You, you do uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple things, a couple details. So um, if you have watched Chamber of Secrets, the movie, the film, yes. it is different than how it plays out in the book. Ah. So it is uh, Snape in the book, not McGonagall, who finds Harry and Ron. If I'm remembering the movie yeah, correctly. Yeah, I'm trying because to remember the movie. all of this stuff doesn't really necessarily play out where it's like, it's so dramatic and drawn out. So you have Snape and then you have all this stuff. Is it and McGonagall then you have McGonagall. waiting for them? Mm-hmm. She just kind of, they're like at the stairs or they walk up and she's there. Or at least I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. It's not yeah, this yeah. whole thing hmm. and then where everyone's coming in and out and then Dumbledore comes in and whatever. It, it kind of moves like a little bit quicker. Yeah, because I remember Professor McGonagall being like, not today. She says that to them about being expelled, right? Mm. Or we're going to be expelled. And she's like, not today. Yeah, so okay. th- that's just a little Yeah, little yeah, tidbit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, let's see what else. Oh, we learned about something called the evening prophet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while I was reading, laying next to you, I was like, what? The evening <laughs> prophet? What? Yeah, apparently there's also a Sunday prophet, which is I could find less information about. Um, it was more of, so I, I swear, like, there's a lot of content that was added to Pottermore, the Wizarding World in 2014, 2015. So like a lot to do with Quidditch things. And uh, so then you have like images and a lot of stuff as I'm, I don't know, I think I've mentioned maybe on a Wizard PhD video. They transitioned from Pottermore to Wizarding World. So Pottermore doesn't exist anymore. And so the problem right now is that not all former Pottermore articles are transferred to Wizarding World for some reason, they even though suc- they've already been written. Yeah, because yeah. it's not like you keep the same URL, you just change it mm. from Pottermore to Wizarding World. But I don't know, for some reason, they uh, don't have that all ready just yet. So, interesting. Um, the Evening Prophet, though, is some rewrites. An not- evening edition of the Daily Prophet. The Daily Prophet is Naturally. the largest uh, Wizarding World news paper um and it's headquartered in diagon alley delivered by l on a daily basis everyone knows about the daily prophet we'll see a lot more as the years progress and it's also actually a big deal in harry potter wizards unite in the game there's like a lot to do with the daily prophet your clippings articles past ones um even like a little trailer for the game has all the daily prophet stuff but um unlike the daily prophet the evening prophet is only published when there's something very interesting or unusual that happens. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of all the times I've said to you, like, I'll wait f- very long for the day when the news doesn't have a breaking story. <laughs> no, so this is like super rare and it's just kind of like, well, I, I don't know if it's super rare, but like, it's not a regular escape, publication. Yeah. So, for example, the headline, Flying Ford Anglia Mystifies Muggles, <laughs> 
when Harry and Ron broke the statute of secrecy because you have all these muggles who are like, what is this, a flying car? Yeah. Um, and so I jokingly wrote in my notes, I wonder if there are tons of printings of the evening prophet when the calamity started unfolding. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I bet there were. But... Um, yeah, so I did find some Wizarding World excerpts. So in, in writing by J.K. Rowling about the Daily Prophet, she says something along the lines of, it seems likely that wizards will continue to favor old-fashioned newsprint even while the muggle world resorts to increasing or increasingly to the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just part of the Wizarding the World. <laughs> it's just part of like the, you know, this is who they are. This is what they, this is how they communicate. I yeah. mean, it's kind yeah. of fun. Um, and then let's see, what other facts can I tell you? Or do you want to say anything about that intro part? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, I'll, good. I'll keep going. Yeah. So, uh, the grounds of Hogwarts. So we're, we're getting more of like the context again. So Hogwarts, um, is more familiar because we've been there before as people following Harry's journey and Harry himself, like oh, this is familiar. There's like notes of that um, in there. But there's also things that we still need to learn about the school and the surroundings. And so the grounds of Hogwarts function partly as a nature reserve. And uh, this has magical Mm. creatures that um, supposedly have difficulty inhabiting muggle areas. Um, So this is kind of like a safe haven of like, okay, we'll put some magical creatures and take care of them here or at least they'll be around here. Uh, so to, we don't have to worry about the statute of secrecy and we don't have to worry about them like being hunted or killed or whatever. So it's yeah, kind of right, like right, them right. to be free. So there's also writing on Wizarding World about the Great Lake. And so this also came up in my search. Um, okay, so she said that in the original draft of Chamber of Secrets, she had Harry and Ron crash into the lake in the Fort Anglia and meet the Mer people hmm. there for the first time. And so she said, at that time, I had a vague notion that the lake might lead to other places and that the people might play a larger role in the later books than they did. So I thought that Harry ought to be introduced to both at this stage. And then she said that the Whomping Willow provided a more satisfying, less distracting crash and served a later purpose, as we'll see in the next book, Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, but I thought that that was kind of cool that she was like, oh, actually, they crashed into the lake and mm-hmm. or like in her first writings of this story. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with her assessment. There is something satisfying about the Whomping Willow. And terrifying. It gives, My actually, <laughs> it gives the, uh, the quote that I chose, Ooh, uh-huh. which was, can you believe our luck uh-huh. of all the trees we could have hit? We had to hit. We had to get one that hits back. Yeah. I love that. I mean. Yeah, the whole concept of the Whomping Willow and her callback in Prisoner of Azkaban is fantastic because yeah. I didn't get any sense. I wonder at what point she determined, like, oh, you know what? I should this put this what, mm-hmm. at the Whomping Willow. Like, is, that would mm-hmm. be really interesting. And then, yeah. like, we even learned the backstory of the Whomping Willow and its role in, in that book. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, so, I mean, we do get a tidbit. I was wondering if I should share this or if I should wait. But, like, in Wizards Unite, Mm -hmm. um, so the Whomping Willow entry in the registry, um, it it calls it a particularly violent tree (laughs) (laughs) planted on the grounds. Its limbs attack anything that crosses its path. 
It was planted right over a secret passage to the Shrieking Shack in Hogsmeade. Yep. So there's, I mean, that's like, we'll get more into that. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, that mm -hmm. was the entry for the registry page. And then also an entry in the registry page is Ron Weasley's wand. Like that specific time period is the wand from the challenges broken. because it's yeah, snapped. And it, it says is. it in the entry. It says Ron Weasley broke his ash uh, with unicorn hair core wand after he and Harry flew his father's flying car into the Whomping Willow during his second year at Hogwarts. And then the second half, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see more as the story unfolds. But that is specific to that time period, which yes, I find interesting for the game. Yeah, itself. no, I hadn't like, really. I mean, I had noticed that it was broken and I figured, oh, like, yeah, it breaks. But yeah, that's interesting. That's mm -hmm. very interesting. Because the other wand isn't in there, right? He gets a replacement. But, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. You know something I loved as well? Mm. Uh, though this is a left-hand turn here. Is J.K. Rowling's use of the... So she sets up Harry and Ron not getting through the barrier by having them be late, right? The Weasley family is running late because they've had to turn around three times. Fred forgot something. George yeah, forgot something. Yeah. Ginny forgot uh -huh. something. And I love that, like, she used that plot device. She wants them to be delayed. And I, yep. as a, as an aspiring they got there writer. A quarter to 11, yeah. and then they're counting down, and they're like, we have a minute left. Like, Everyone let's through. go. <laughs> but she uses that to toss in. Ginny going, why Ginny goes back. Did you catch that? For the diary. For the diary, yeah. yes. I love that. As some, I mean, that's something the first time reading, there's no way I would have thought twice about that. Uh -huh. It was on equivalent level as the other two well, like, going back. Yeah, it's interesting because I think that the phrasing in the there broom. is that she screamed or screeched or she something. Screeched, she screeched yes. because yeah. she, she left the diary, which... We're just like, okay, whatever, Jenny. Like, I guess, yeah. I, I guess we'll get your diary because, yeah. like, the other stuff. Yeah. I mean, a broomstick. You need your broomstick. Sure. Come on. <laughs> He's on the team. He needs the broom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, it is good. But it's so realistic. It's kind of endearing. Right. It sets up the the countdown because then it gives them the Ron and Harry the the excuse to be like, oh, it just it just shut right because we learn more about that as well, like mm. why they couldn't get through. Um, well, even so, like when they go back and then Arthur's kind of like, okay, he knows that they're going to be late or they're right. running late. And he's kind of like asking Molly, like, come on, can I just can like, I use invisibility can I just and go fast? Push the th fly. Like, it'll just make it invisible. It'll be fine. And then we see like what happens later. <laughs> <laughs> I love that as well. When my, it's funny to think about the Weasleys, especially like they're so they are in the wizarding world. Everything around them is wizarding. So she, she like comments on the fact that like, the muggles must know what they're doing. It's so much roomier on the inside. <laughs> she doesn't recognize that the re that it's magical because yeah. everything she would experience is is like that. Like we see right. in the fourth book and movie with the tent and like mm -hmm. it's just a tiny tent, but then it's like gigantic and different things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the bag <laughs> in the seventh, right, with Hermione carrying around the bag and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty fantastic. I love the way that she does that. She. JK Rowling. She's so seamlessly like does these moves of telling you that like it's okay to view things magically because that's what our characters are doing and you should be thinking about it this way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me think about like 
we some people probably reading are actually suspicious about why they couldn't get why Ron and Harry couldn't get through the thing. Like, why would it shut right at that time? Like, yeah. that's not well, that Ron even sense. asks that to Harry again. Like, they're eating. They finally, like, get their confrontation and they're eating. And he's like, yeah, why couldn't we get through? Right, right. Yeah, no. Because no, they knew. I mean, and even Harry knew because he was counting down the seconds when he was like, okay, now it's like close or like now the train's gone, you know? It's funny because I, it's hard to reconstruct reading it the first time. It was such a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I probably didn't set it down between chapters, but I wonder if I suspected what was happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I had no idea about the diary because we shouldn't really. Yeah, it's it just, wouldn't be anything. It's just nice that... detail on a reread to be like, oh, she goes back for the diary. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But like the, we just met a character like, Three chapters ago, trying to prevent Harry from going back to Hogwarts. Yeah, and it was a but big deal. But, it, but there's <laughs> right. so much else going on in the chapter yeah. that I, I suspect that when I first read it, I was like, oh, yeah, hmm, they missed it. Like, they missed the train. Well, <laughs> there was also an explanation that was offered when Harry got to the Weasleys when it was just like, oh, well, I mean, if it be- belonged to the Malfoy family, like... Sure. It's just Draco or whoever Playing just being a prank mean. as opposed to some actually extended like, yes, yeah. plot to so. stuff. Sure, sure. But I, yes. So it's absolutely justified in different ways. But, no, but I don't I'm even think maybe I you considered it. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. even think I probably even recognized it. Because I swear even rereading it now, I'm just kind of like, I know what is happening, but I don't really think about it in that way. I'm just like, oh, yeah, they couldn't get through. Like, you know, I'm not. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, another good chapter. I mean, she just gets us back into it so well. And I, I thought, given our last episode, like the beginning of Harry kind of pining to stay at the burrow is really mm. also such a great character development. In one paragraph, she just does such a great job of being like, this is a moment of growth for Harry. He is so at home now that like even Hogwarts isn't necessarily this like sacred place as much anymore to him he's like no i'll stay at the borough i would stay at the borough for a little longer like hogwarts could wait you know whereas like last christmas i feel like harry would be like no i don't want i don't want to be anywhere about hogwarts that type of thing Mm, i see but now he has had another experience and he's like oh other places to feel home and Mm -hmm. so the kids get caught (laughs) yes so they're like looking through um, and they see like the sorting ceremony is happening, yeah. like the the feast is like going on. Everything is happening. Like I, I mean, they made it barely because like, okay, backing up though, I don't know how they survived the Whomping Willow because like the way it, w- I was reading it, the way it was described. If I'm imagining a giant tree that's just like blasting a regular car, like mm-hmm. no, y'all are dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I well, she think- even describes the branch. It's like I don't even remember what she how she describes it, but it's quite a violent thing. It's yeah. Like, they turn to see like this gigantic branch like <laughs> attack. <laughs> like, yeah, it impales them. Yeah. And they're, they're dead. I, mean, I love how the car also spits them out. It's like, bye, like I'm done with you people. Like <laughs> I'm not taking this anymore. Uh, but yeah, they get caught and um 
there is a dialogue where okay so like the series of dialogue and like what keeps happening well okay no snape is just being snape and hmm. he's just like rubbing in his in their faces and he's like trying to be intimidating he even tries to get dumbledore to, to expel him like everything about snape Surely is just like whatever it. and then mcgonagall and dumbledore are both like explain well mcgonagall literally like she just says one word thing she's just like explain <laughs> Which I find very McGonagall. Um, and so they're talking. And then she goes, why didn't you send us a letter by Owl? And Harry in his head is thinking, now she's said it. It seemed the obvious thing to have done. Yes. And he's like, oh, I didn't think. And um, so, okay, this <laughs> section like drove me up the wall because I'm just like, I'm angry at McGonagall and Dumbledore and, well, for, I'm always angry at Snape at the, in the early <laughs> chapters. But, like, okay, these kids were, they had this massive problem and then they were creative in figuring it out of, like, how do we get, to, like, that was the mission is, like, we need to get to Hogwarts. Like, they could have been, like, eh, whatever, like, I guess, but like, no, they're like, no, let's take charge of our own destiny and like figure this out because we can. We're capable of figuring <laughs> it out. Sure, maybe they might have broken the statute of secrecy <laughs> with a few muggles seeing them, but like, come on. Like, I was just so Why angry. Why do you even have obl obliviators? <laughs> like, if you know yeah, you got to do your job. This is this is bound to happen if you're making a statute of secrecy. And there also like seems this. to be a lack of suspicion about their claims to not be able to get through the yeah that part is boundary. not so that's why it was Seems bothering like something me. that dumbledore would check in on well you know? we also know that the adults are kind of like they wouldn't involve the kids in that sort of conversation like mm -hmm. they would discuss privately amongst themselves but i was just so irritated that there was like all this scolding going on and it's like about compliance like it's about like oh you should have turned to the adults to, so we can help you because you can't help yourself sort of like vibe that I was getting. And I'm like, yeah, sure, they're 12. I get it. But like, it's fine. They got there. I mean, I don't what know. Is the thing, <laughs> what was the thing towards the end that McGonagall smirked at or whatever? When Harry basically interrupted and he was like, you can't take oh, yeah. points away from Gryffindor because <laughs> the term hadn't started yet. Yeah. And then yeah. she's like, I won't be taking points away from Gryffindor, but you're getting detention. Yes. But... Yeah, um, um, but also in that exchange, like at, at a certain point, Dumbledore comes in and there's they're having this conversation because he's basically like explain like why you did this, right? And it made me really sad that Harry was so sad that Dumbledore was disappointed in yeah, him. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, part yeah. made well, me he's sad. the father figure. You know? Yeah, yeah. So like the whole reason that they couldn't or that they used the car was because they couldn't get through the platform and they're like, we have to get to Hogwarts and like they did it. And then it's just like, why did you do this? And then it's just like, OK. And then Ron just like kind of lowers his head and he's like, we'll get our stuff. and <laughs> You're going to expel us, right? <laughs> and like after all of this, like. Harry, like, having the terrible summer at the Dursleys, having this Dobby dude come over and just weird stuff. Steal all those letters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being broken out of the Dursleys by the Weasleys, hanging up, being excited, like, finally, we're getting to Hogwarts. And then for, I mean, like, I could imagine Harry's thought, like, going through all this and, like, then being expelled. That would be quite terrible. Yeah. Because he even thinks to himself, like, he... He's not looking forward to because they send a letter, I think, 
He says, like, I'm, Dumbledore's like, I'm going to write a letter to both of your families or whatever. Yes, so yeah. <laughs> I think we experience, like, the Dursley response uh, and the, the Weasley response in the next chapter, but, yeah. or soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. At some point, he thinks about, like, not wanting to go back to Privet Drive or make it, that like, it would seem even worse. I think it's at the beginning in the first paragraph. Where yeah, he's it's the like, first paragraph. He's like, it'll be even worse going back to Privet Drive now that, you know, it's the borough exists, basically. Yeah. I feel like it's his... Well, okay, going back to the last episode, it does say in there that Harry was trying not to be jealous of Ron. Yeah. It did say that, so yeah. just call back to your self-aware. thoughts. Yeah, yeah, self-aware. But also a funny thing to think about is, like, can you imagine any other students in this situation, like, Draco Malfoy, yeah, he'd be like, my father will. No, something tells me that uh, Narcissa gets Draco there early. Uh, Yeah, I could see (laughs) that. That's my feeling. (laughs) Private by limo or something. (laughs) (laughs) Wizarding limo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know something that always sticks out to me about this, though, that I find interesting. This particular chapter is like their ability to see the train. Mm-hmm. So it probably has like a muggle repelling properties, but they can see it and follow it. Because I was always thinking like that the nine and three quarters and uh, the Hogwarts Express is probably like invisible or something. I always thought that that in my mind until like I think about this chapter and like how they're able to trace it the whole way. Mm. But it's probably because they're wizards, you know. Well, same thing with Hogwarts. The school itself like is right. not visible to muggles. Yep. Um, yeah, and then, like, the other things that I wrote down, like, quotes from the rest of the chapter. Yeah, go ahead. This is just a thought that I'm curious about. Does that mean, like, if Hermione tried to bring her parents there, they just, like, wouldn't be able to go? I don't think they'd be able to see it. There's, you don't, I wonder if there's, like, a boundary or, like, a way in which to, like, push through that charm and be like, okay, now you're here. You know, if if she like apparated them in there or something, you know, mm. I don't know. But anyway, that's just something that sprang into my mind. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I bet Hermione would want to take her parents there, you know. I feel like, I don't know, the Wizarding World has this statute of secrecy and like we already see in the Fantastic Beast uh, timeline, at least the American Wizards um, reaction to muggles. I don't think that. I don't think that they would be open to that. They yep. being like Hogwarts right. like staff or whatever. Actually, right. we don't really eat. Well, uh, those are, I was going to say, we don't really see any parents coming to Hogwarts, but not till It's visible later. to squibs. <laughs> mm. Or at least a squib can be inside of it. So mm. maybe there's something there. But anyway. Yeah, something must happen. Um, so just, yeah, the other quotes that I write down were just uh, reminding us that for Harry, this is familiar. So, like, he's already been here for a year. So, um, they rose and left the office, treading the familiar path to Gryffindor mm-hmm. Tower. Um, so, just imagining portrait. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they're going into the their old dormitory, which I, I picked up on this time because I was wondering, like, oh, they stay in the same one. Because so, now it just says second years on it. Um, but it's like the same five and it's the same. Well, yeah, unless right. they meant like in general dormitory I, or if like, like specific well. beds. You I, know? I thought about that while we were reading as well. Because then I was thinking like, I wonder if it's just like a magical replication of the room that there are just seven rooms. Like do they, because st- I think at some point we learned that there's basically two pathways. There's like 
the male dormitory and the female dormitory, mm-hmm. but like they all go up the same pathway. So like, does it branch? I actually, mm. this time was the first time I was like, I wonder if there's like a magical, there are seven. And then like, uh-huh. if you are who you are, you like come up and you're the second year. So you go to the second year one. Yeah, there was, um, when I was browsing, there was an article that was about the uh, boys and girls dormitories, but I didn't. You know, the reason I thought about it actually was because mm-hmm. we we play, as we've said many yeah. times, Goblet of Fire yeah. over and over again. And Dumbledore says he accidentally set them on fire. And I was like, I wonder if that means he was in that dormitory or Literally, if he's just talking generally. That is what my notes say. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know if I should bring it up because now we're talking about the fourth movie. We've seen that movie so many times that like no, it's, yeah, all, yeah. it's our point of reference. Well, because initially in my notes, I was like, wait, was this from the first book? And then I was like, and then I found that entry on like a wiki page and it said like goblet of fire movie and i was like oh that makes sense why i thought of that yeah because in the first book he comes to visit harry but in the hospital wing not well because the reason why i made i was i started to go down a rabbit hole then i was like wait it's from the movie maybe it's like not the like maybe it's just a throwaway line or something like that uh was like oh well if dumbledore stayed in that exact room that harry's in like is it possible that he was monitoring harry like I he also like, probably I has know. hidden stuff there's probably some dumbledore secrets yeah. in there oh yeah. my That's gosh the, the chamber the of things. secrets <laughs> all the secrets until next time no <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness did you yeah. have other notes no that was pretty much it that was yeah. the summary. good chapter ready to start the year yeah Ready to see Lockhart. And, and we already have wand. a mystery now. Yeah, we do. A what, mystery what of why did the platform not... Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they go mm-hmm. through to mm-hmm. platform mm-hmm. nine and three quarters? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> why did Jenny care about that diary so much? Why couldn't she just get a different sheet of paper to write on? <laughs> Coincidence. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. All right, cool. All right. Well, until next time. Juan's ready. ready.